Welcome back to episode number 82 of the NP Dude. This is Jeff, the NP Dude, giving nurse practitioners a voice. That's everybody's voice, guys. You know that, right? We all know that by now. Everybody's voice. I really mean it. You guys need to get in touch with me. You gotta let me know what's going on with you guys so I can let everybody else know what's going on because it's gonna help other people and it's gonna help me too. So we all need to work together. Appreciate the comments that you guys have been giving me on Facebook. Appreciate the comments um, that I'm getting on the blog, on my webpage. Um, I got a lot of little things to talk about. And hopefully I can remember them because I'm shooting from the hip. I have no notes. I don't do notes. I just kind of go off the cuff because I'm driving. I'm driving and it's rainy again in Ohio. Typical. Now this is typical Ohio like May weather. We're in the middle of July. Uh, we're raining like crazy. Usually right now it's like hot, hazy, humid, and just painfully brutally hot. <laughs> At least it's not hot, I guess. I don't know, it's 70 degrees out. Rainy. Oh, well. Um, Facebook likes were at 993 this morning. Seven, guys. We can sneeze and get seven. That We could have that by like, you know, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Right now we could have it by, uh, you know, 10 o'clock. We could have that without even trying. Come on, guys. I need your help. This is all you guys. You guys are sharing the show, spreading the word, telling your friends. This is a perfect podcast for new grads or students that are about to graduate on what they need to do, what they should expect, and some of the things that they're going to encounter, because guess what? I just went through all that, so I'm kind of doing a day in the life of what I'm kind of doing, too. So, um, iTunes, guys. Keep giving me ratings on iTunes and the Facebook page. That's a great way to let people know about the show. And uh, let them know that it's a credible show, if you think it is. If it's not, tell, put, give me a rating there, too. Say, this guy's a piece of crap, and he's not worth listening to. Don't listen to him. Number two. Give him two stars. Boom. I don't care. But you got to tell me. you got to be honest, though. you got to give me a reason why. Because if it's something I can fix, I will. If it's just I'm not your cup of tea and you don't like what I'm doing, I don't care. Give me a rating. It's fine, too. I'm open source. It is what it is. The um, Amazon affiliate link. If you, gotta, if you guys want to help... Um, help support the show and help keep the show show going one of the best ways to do it is to do your shopping through the Amazon affiliate link don't forget you can do that it, all you have to do is click on the link that's on my webpage go to the npdude.com click on the link that's to the right if you're on your full page browser on your PC or your Mac if you go on your smartphone it's gonna be at the bottom of the page so just keep scrolling down you get to the bottom you'll see a banner that's for Amazon all you do is click on that link and then do the shopping that you would have other done otherwise done anyways it doesn't cost you anything more guys it really doesn't so there's there's no reason not to do it other than the fact that you got to go to my website first instead of type in amazon.com or going through the Amazon app which I use sometimes too but not anymore because I use my my link um, it gives me a little percentage and it costs you nothing more so it's a great way to support the show. I think I've got, I don't know, a couple dozen purchases through there already. I got like eight bucks. It's eight bucks. We're, I mean, that's that's like, uh, you know, two weeks of web hosting right there from some somebody going and buying stuff. Now, some of the cool stuff, people are, people are crazy. They buy weird stuff. That's cool. I get to see what you buy. So that's cool. So, I mean, if you're going to buy something embarrassing and you don't want me to, you know, I'm never going to tell who it is. I can't even tell who it is. But, um... Because it doesn't tell me who's doing the purchasing. But what's cool is it gives me the exact item. So I can click on the link and say, oh, that's kind of cool. I might want to buy that. So the stuff that you guys are buying might be good items that um, if it's medical related, if, if it's related to your practice and you buy it through my Amazon affiliate link, I scroll through to see what you guys are buying. 
if it's something really cool, I'll share it with everybody. I'll do like a little uh, thing and, and make a make a um, a blog post about it. So keep doing that, guys. I really do appreciate it. It is a great way to support the show. It doesn't cost you anything more. So Amazon affiliate, fantastic. Um, I think that's it for housekeeping, right? I don't know. If there's something else I'm missing, guys. Oh, there was one other thing. Somebody had a comment, and it was a good comment. I keep forgetting to talk about it. It was, um, they're on iTunes, and they're, um, they're listening to the show, and then I say, go back and search for blah, 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 right? And I, I say, use my search box. And they're like, how do you use a search box on iTunes? I don't know. I don't use iTunes. So the problem is, is that I don't have the ability to go through, I don't prepare really for the show. I just kind of think, okay, well, that would be a good one to talk about, and I just put it in the back of my brain. And then I, I kind of, you know, before I pick up the recorder, I, I say, okay, what am I going to kind of talk about today? So I give myself about two minutes of prep. And then I just read about a crap ton of stuff just for my knowledge. And then whatever is happening that's happening with us is what we talk about. So I don't know of a good way to search my tags that I do unless you're in my website. So I'm sorry you know who you are that said this comment to me. I really, really am. There's no great way to do it. Now, what you can do is she said that she has her husband doing it while she's driving. <laughs> they travel and stuff. And she has her husband managing the iPhone and the, and the iTunes. And uh, so have him go on your browser and just go to my webpage and hit the search bar. At least it'll give you the episode number. Because when I say go back and search for malpractice, I got like five shows I did on malpractice insurance. So I can't, you know, rattle them off and say, oh, I think I think one of them is episode 12, one's episode, you know, 55. I don't, I, I don't know idea. I can't remember. Um, and I don't have notes to do my, like, show prep. I don't have time to do notes, too, to be honest with you. So um, I apologize. There's no great way. If anybody knows of a good way to search iTunes that's an iTunes user, please let me know. Email me, jeff at the npdude.com, so I can at least let other people know about it. I just don't know of one. There's no way to do it in my... Uh, my podcast republic app that i use and there's no way to search there either so um let me know what you guys if you if you have a way to do that i, I would love to be able to help with that i just don't know i'm sorry i really am i wish i had a better way oh anyways um facebook comments that have been going on out there on other facebook pages and uh group forums and things like that one of the comments that i've been seeing i've seen this probably three or four times in the last i don't know month or two and, and I think it's worth talking about because it seems like there's a lot of inconsistency and it keeps coming up. But I think everybody is giving pretty decent advice on the Facebook page, but I, I'm not sure they... I just want to delve into it, I guess, a little deeper. And the, the question is, I walk into my patient's room, and you know I'm a hypothetical guy, right? I always have to do a hypothetical. You walk into the patient's room, you, you say, hi, I'm Jeff, I'm nurse practitioner, what's going on today? And they got their phone out, and it looks suspicious as though they are recording you. And the question then becomes, is it lawful for them to record you? Can they just sit there and record you? And um, the short answer in most areas, most states, is yes. Because one party is usually all that's required of knowledge of the recording. You don't have to actually get consent from everybody in the room. Now, there's weird, weirdo spinoff rules of this. So this is why it says, I always say it depends. California is always a weirdo. New York is always a weirdo when it comes to laws. They've always got weird laws. They just do. And they usually mirror each other. Okay? And so, so I know California's rule is that you have to have consent 
of all parties in the room if there's an expectation, and there's a ton of case law on this, if there's an expectation that there is um, a right to privacy. So if you're in the back room of um, the stock room at, at you know uh, a grocery store or something, and you're in the back back corner and there's no camera and it's an area that's like um, designated for you know getting changed and getting ready for work and it's got a separate door and stuff like that it's just like a little closet type or area right and so there's a right to privacy an expectation it's not really a right but an expectation it's not as strong as a right but it's a, you know sliding scale type thing if there's an expectation to privacy in there and somebody goes in and they put um, you know the camera you know through the peephole and start videoing somebody getting changed yeah that is a clear violation right I mean that's pretty obvious that you can't do that and that's because it gives you the right the, the not the right I keep saying right the expectation of privacy right the where it gets gray is when you're in an exam room with a patient do other rules supersede that that rule and I saw a lot of people talking about HIPAA. And when I see somebody that puts the acronym incorrectly, I automatically am suspect of the person not knowing what they're talking about. So be careful and know what the names of the laws are that you're citing because it just you lose all credibility with with outside of our profession as well as inside of our profession, right? So just make sure when you're posting to a public forum that you're, you know, and you may know what you're talking about, but when you use the wrong acronym, it's just, come on, guys. All right. Anyways, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be picky, but it's just, I'm trying to heighten all of us and be better, better professionals. And part of that is being intelligent on how we post. So is HIPAA a violation if they're in that room? Well, it depends again, right? So if there is an expectation of privacy, now a a, a person that is the patient can always waive their HIPAA rights. And I use the term rights small r. It's not like a constitutional right, big r. Sorry, driving, driving, driving. And so do, do they waive their expectation of, of um, privacy? When they videotape you as the provider in the room talking to them, the patient, yeah, they kind of do. So I don't think there's a HIPAA violation. Because the patient always has the right to say, you know what, it was my my protected information. I was the one that made it unprotected. You can waive that. So I don't think it's a HIPAA violation. So people saying, oh, well, you can't videotape because it's a HIPAA violation. I don't think that's true. Now, you could say that to a patient just because it's a cop-out answer if you don't want them videotaping you. But I'd rather just say it's not my office policy. And I don't have time for you to record me and it'd be, it'd be a distraction to your care. That's one way to handle it. I don't think saying HIPAA and lying about it is a good way, especially if they're videotaping you, because they can always go fact check that. And if you're lying about that, why are you lying? Well, I don't know. You seem like you're misleading me for some reason. Eesh, that doesn't look good in the court. It doesn't look good to the public when you're wrong. I wouldn't say that. I would just say it's our office policy, because how do they prove that? It's your policy. Or it's my policy that I don't let you video record me. I'm, I'm not consenting to the video recording. And if you want to do that, I don't, I don't treat you. Sorry. That's a perfectly acceptable answer. Now, in the states like California, if both parties consent to it, video away. Video away, have fun, knock, knock yourself out. Now, 
it sounds like most people don't want to be videotaped. And I, I know it's kind of sketchy, right? I mean, it just feels weird, and you're like, I don't know, am I saying everything right? Sometimes I say things, you know, you, you talk a lot, you know, and, and you try to do the best communication you can. Um, but it just depends. What's the purpose of the, of the recording? Are they doing it for shady reasons? Then I'd kick them out. I mean, if it just feels weird, it's probably weird, I wouldn't let them video. If it's one of my, my consistent patients and I know they have a hard time remembering things and they want to videotape, I'll let them videotape all day long. If it's going to help their care, absolutely, I'll do it. My, my plan is to do the best care possible. I really mean that. If it means they video record me, I don't care. Now I'm going to tell them, I don't want you to use this for any other purpose. If this shows up on YouTube, I'm never going to let you record anything again in this office. Don't ruin it for other people. Where did all this stuff come from, though? And I remember in law school, when, when, when I learned about this, it was in, um, I don't even remember what class it was. I just don't remember. Maybe constitutional law? I don't know. I can't even remember. That's, isn't that funny? I can't remember. But I know I, know I remember sitting in the classroom. I can't remember what class it was. Um, but the, the whole idea of this, this um, one person being privy to the, to the taping, knowing that it's being recorded, it started with wiretapping. And it's funny because you look through, if you go back and Google all this stuff, all this, the law stuff from wiretapping, and people are like, what the hell is wiretapping? It just makes no sense, right, in this digital age. Wiretapping was basically about telephones, telephone wires. And back in the day when these cases and all these, these landmark you know, um, uh, precedents were set, it was all about people trying to catch other people in a, in a, you know, in a lie and, um, and, and so what happened was there was spinoffs and it gets me even more complicated, but for the most part, it was, you know, you call somebody up on the phone, you've got your tape recorder right there near the earpiece mouthpiece. So when you talk, you can hear the other person on the other line and you goat them into saying something that's going to incriminate them. And then you could possibly use that as leverage against them, either to get out of a contract or to um, get money from them, extort them in some way or some nefarious type purpose. Okay. But there's also, you know, I just want to record this because I don't trust this person and, and they typically lie to me and I want to use this as evidence in court. Well, there, there's a whole bunch of problems with, um, you may be able to do it, you might be able to tape it, but you might not be able to use it in court, okay? That's a different issue altogether. That, that could be a hearsay issue, it could be, and there's, hearsay is like, um, it's an evidence rule, and it says, you can't bring this into court, out of court statements aren't allowed in, in court um, because they, they can, um, typically be done wrong. And that's why you do affidavits because it's an out of court statement that gets signed as though it was done in court, right? Well, hearsay is you, you say something, you know, I hear it secondhand and I'm not allowed to say, well, John told me on the street that, that he was, you know, robbed by Bill. Well, John telling you is hearsay and you can't bring that into court. You, you just can't do that. Now there's like 27 exceptions and about five rules extra that are like, considered, you know, waivable hearsay. So there's a whole bunch of reasons that you can still bring it in. And there's a bunch of them. It was one of the most complicated, convoluted areas of law because it's a general law and then there's a crap ton of exceptions and then the exceptions becomes the rule. So you might be able to bring it in, but these audio tapes of, or videos or things like that may or may not be able to be brought into court. It might. 
might not. It just depends. It depends on your state's hearsay rules. It depends on, you know, the federal, if you're doing federal. So it, it really depends. Um, but that's a different issue altogether. If you're, you know, the court of public opinion, you can videotape somebody, put it on Facebook or put it on YouTube, and, and you ruin their life. Um, maybe they deserve it. Maybe they don't. I don't know. You're getting one snippet in time. Maybe it's not the full picture. You know, so you have to take that with a grain of salt, too. So these wiretapping statutes and wiretapping um case law, a lot of them are statutes now because they've eventually codified them, um, basically say that one party can do it as long as there's a reasonable expectation of um, no reasonable expectation of privacy. So there's your rules, guys. That's the rule. You might be able to do it. You probably can tape, probably can do it. Now, from a practical standpoint, what would I do? Again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. If somebody wants to videotape me, I don't give a crap. I don't care. It's free advertising. I do a great job. See, be confident. Am I doing a good job? I don't know. But be confident about it. Somebody wants to videotape you, I'll call them out on it right in front of them. Hey, you videotaping me? Hey, get my good side. I'd be kind of a smart aleck about it. And then I would say, okay, is there a reason you're videotaping me? And I'll see if they have no valid reason why they're videotaping me. I'm going to ask them to turn it off or leave or reschedule their appointment when they don't have their videotape. Because it's distracting. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of their time. They're not that sick. They're not that ill. They don't have that much of a medical problem to be in there if they're in there screwing around videotaping me. That would be my philosophy. And I, and I would call them out on it. I wouldn't be mean about it. I would just joke about it. But I would be serious when I said, yeah, you can reschedule them. And you can come back in two weeks. And they'd be like, oh, wait a second. No, I want my birth control. Or, oh, no, I want my, you know, STD gone. <laughs> or whatever it is. Oh, no, sorry, your yeast infection's flaring up. Terribly sorry, you're going to have to wait two weeks to come back and get it retested. Get your Diflucan pill. I wouldn't be mean. I wouldn't be mean. I wouldn't be mean. I'm just being, you know, kind of vindictively joking about it. Anyways, what else do we want to talk about? I uh, had a great comment on my blog that was from Bridget. Yeah, I'm using your name, Bridget, because you're on the blog. Bridget I went to school with. She's awesome. And um, really, really a great person, great nurse, great nurse practitioner. Um, had a great comment. And um, it was about addiction the addiction epidemic and what's going to be happening, what I think is going to happen. And, and she had a point in there that I didn't even think of. And I, you know, I, I don't know if this is true or not. I haven't had time to research, but I thought it was interesting. And I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on it too, is she sees the problem as threefold. And I agree with the first two prongs and I didn't know about the third, or I didn't think of it. The first one is that, um, and I might get these out of order and I might not get them exactly right because I'm going off the cuff. But the first one was along the lines of the, um, uh, Jayco making it the fifth vital sign. I think that was the second one, as she said, and I agree. That was in my that was in my podcast episode, and then the second one was um, the pharmaceutical companies pumping um, pumping out the medicines and lying, saying you know, misleading the the uh, the truth about the addictive potential of the pills. And and I agree with that because that was in my podcast. I I agree hundred percent. And then the third one was. The opening up of and not destroying of the opium trade coming from Afghanistan, and I'm gonna I'm gonna expand that and say it's probably not just Afghanistan; it's probably all over the Middle East. But you, opium, you know, one of the, the largest producers of heroin is coming from the Middle East, right? From from Afghanistan, and, and I didn't even think of that as it because I'm thinking of it from pills, you know. I'm not thinking of it from the heroin off the street epidemic, and I see that as. You know, they, they, well, what she, what her comment was, and go, you guys can go on my webpage and go look at the, uh, the, the opiate crisis episode that I just did about a week or two ago. And, um, 
you'll see in there that that um, she, you'll see her comment, and it was great. And she goes through and explains it really well, and it makes perfect sense. And said that the Bush years after 9/11 basically stopped destroying the opium as they caught it, you know, seizing and destroying, and now they're not even seizing it anymore. They're just letting it go. So part of it's coming from the other side. So why the hell would they do that? But if it was stopping it, why would they do that? I, I've got no reason. You know, the war on drugs. Why, why wouldn't they do that, right? I mean, I, the war on anything. You know my philosophy on the war on anything. They always screw it up, so it doesn't matter. But, I mean, that if, if anything was going to help, that would at least stop it, you know, at its root. Why wouldn't you? I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Maybe it's such a big part of their economy and they need it to help rebuild. I, I don't know. Maybe it's... it's I, I just don't know. Maybe there's kickbacks to government officials that are allowing it to happen. I, I can't come up with a good reason. Bridget, I don't know why they would do that. And it's been through two different administrations. It went through Bush and Obama. So it's it's bigger than, you know, party party republic and uh, party uh, Democrat stuff. It's, it's U.S. involvement, not doing something. If there was ever a missile that I would that I could advocate for, blowing up a pile of heroin with it would be on a, high on my list. <laughs> Go do it. Have fun. Blow it up. I, I just don't understand. And I didn't even think about that one. So I, I haven't researched anybody who knows anything about that. Email me, jeff at the npdude.com. Leave a, a comment on the blog below. Um, or Facebook message me. Give, me. give me personally or on the NP Dude. I don't care. Either way, get me. Um... What else did we have? I had a couple other little ones. What are they? This is what happens when you're on curvy roads and it's raining, and you got somebody going 45 and a 60, and you're right on time for work, which means you're going to run late. Just whiny. At least I haven't hit any animals today. So that's a win. Put that in the win column. No animals crushed by Jeff today. So far. Well, I'm halfway there. Still time. Um, what else? Eh, I don't know. I'm at 22 minutes. Let's call it a day. I've got more. I do. i got more. I just can't think of it right now. Um, oh, North Carolina. We'll do that one real quick. Um, oh, not North Carolina. Pennsylvania. Sorry. Pennsylvania. Just uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court has caught up with a lot of other states in requiring that a physician receive informed consent personally. And this came from a, a, a what I'll, I'm going to start calling a chronic intractable listener. <laughs> so from one of my chronic intractables out there, I got this one. And um, and it was an interesting read, but in, here's the thing. It, for me, it wasn't a big deal because Ohio's been that way for a while. And it, ch it changed when I was working at Cleveland Clinic. So it wasn't that long ago. It was four or five years ago that that changed. And it was funny because, or maybe even a little longer than that, but the Cleveland Clinic's policy either lagged or they they were right on target but it happened right when I was there and I remember like one day I was able to get this informed consent all filled out talk about it with the patient and have them sign it and then the next day the protocol came out that we had to call page the physicians to come and get consent and it even included blood products we had to get informed consent to give blood products I would do all the the you know, education first anyways, because I would have more time to do it. And I didn't trust the doctors that were there. Um, some of the hospitalists, I just didn't know them. And so I didn't trust them that they were going to do a good job explaining the risks and things like that. And so I always did it on my own, but 
the um, the docs were always pissed. They would come flying in and say, "Why the hell are you? Kidding? Oh, they were so mad. They were interrupted to get an informed consent. That's nurses' work. That's lowly nurses' work." And, and I always I thought it was funny because I'm like, "Dude, this is protecting your own butt." You know, I mean, I know we're bugging you, but if you get sued and you wouldn't do it and you can't trust the nurse, the nurse might get fired, but you're going to lose your, you know, a lot of money. Your malpractice is going to kick in. So from a liability standpoint, it just makes sense. I would, I would want to do that anyways if I was a physician. Now, as a nurse practitioner, it kind of falls on us too. So, I don't, you know, if you're getting, if you're doing some kind of procedure that, that requires consent, um, you should do that on your own and give all the reasons why, what the you know what the risks and benefits and all that stuff are. The um, the one I remember one specific instance and I knew this physician. It was one of the, the uh, hospitalists that worked at the Cleveland Clinic at the, at the hospital I was at, and they they came flying in and they were pissing. They're like, Jeff, what the hell are you doing? I you know you know we don't need to. Sign. I'm like, yeah, they just changed the rule. He goes, what the hell you know about rules? <laughs> and I was like, well. I am a licensed attorney, and he goes, bullshit, he's like, you're so full of crap, and I said, no, I am, I said, if you want to look it up, and he's like, I'll look it up, I don't trust you, he pulled up my, my uh, license number on the state website, and uh, he's like, holy crap, all right, all right, I guess I'll do it from now, and he was sweet as pie after that, but, and he was always, he'd always go out of his way to come say hi to me, because <laughs> he knew I was protecting his butt, I had a handful of docs that, that knew I was a lawyer, I didn't tell a lot of them, because I didn't want them, you know, having a prejudice against me, because there is a big, uh, anti-attorney viewpoint, even if I'm on their side, um, and trying to help them. But I had a couple of them that were like, always come out of their way to say, hi, hey, thanks for doing that. I caught notes, I've, I've reviewed notes of physicians and said, hey, you might want to change that or edit that because that just doesn't sound right, you know, or, you know, you might want to catch this or, you know, so I, not that I was protecting them from a legal standpoint, I was just trying to make sure that they were, you know, covered in good care. And oh, by the way, you can also protect your ass and not get sued. <laughs> and so I had a couple docs that were my fan. And so um, that made it easy getting references for getting into MP school. Yay. All right. Anyways, that was an interesting article that I received from my chronic intractable. But, um, but it, it's, it's nothing new in Ohio. It's But Pennsylvania, guys, it's just be aware that if you're in a state that consent is being signed by the nurses and you're having them do it, I would, I would encourage you to get your own informed consents because then you know exactly that they've been told the risk and you can chart that you specifically told them the risk. I see that all the time in notes where I guarantee that, you know, this is like five paragraph long consent that's written into a note and I'm like, you just copy and pasted that, dude. You did not go through all that. You didn't. And the patient, I'm like, oh, did you go through this? And they were like, no, you didn't talk about any of this. Because they're having, you know, complications or something. I'm like, oh, did you, you know, did you not talk about that? No, he didn't say a thing. Well, maybe he did, and they just didn't understand. It's possible too, right? But I would encourage you guys in states that do not require you to get personal consent uh, to to do it anyways. It's just it's just smart practice. It's just making sure you're covering your own butt because you can control that. Don't like things you can't control. All right, 27 minutes. I think that's good for today. I got more to talk about, guys. But I want to hear from you. I want to get more. Uh, topics from you guys. I want to know uh, more what's going on with you, headaches, problems, concerns, issues, stories. I got another story from somebody I want to talk about that was just hilarious, and it was a funny anecdote, um, and I just don't have time to do it, and to be honest, I just remembered it, and it's from one of my um, 
uh, good friends that, that, that I've worked with in the past is in clinicals and stuff. And so I, I will get to that. I promise I want to talk about it. It's funny. Um, but we'll do that on another show. So don't forget to like and share the show, guys. We're seven away from getting there. I really want to get there today. I want to. It's Friday. It's Friday. Hopefully I'll post this this evening before I get uh, get to bed. But uh, if not, tomorrow morning. And uh, by the end of the weekend... I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear comments. I want to hear concerns. I want to see shares like crazy. I want everybody that likes this show to share like five shows. Go back and pick the five favorite shows plus the main page and share the snot out of it. Give me an iTunes rating. I want to see ratings on the Facebook page. And don't forget, if you really want to support the show and keep this thing going, it's it's really going to come down to... Um, and if she's listening, she doesn't listen to my show. My wife, right? She she's gonna get mad if I if I keep paying money on something, and she's like, "You're not making any money with this. You're doing this for fun. I'd rather use it to you know pay off something." <laughs> she's she's really cool. She she's awesome. So I'm not, I'm not picking on her, but eventually she's gonna be like, "All right, what are you doing with this? <laughs> why why am I getting these bills in the mail?" <laughs> so so help me support the show. Use the Amazon affiliate link. I really mean it. it doesn't cost you a thing. Appreciate what you guys are doing for me, and we'll talk soon.